What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to an episode of Bros Beard Sports. I'm Mills. I'm Cole. And together, that makes us the Beards Bros. So we got another episode coming at you guys. It's a fun one. Um, we're going to be kind of diving into the college athletic landscape this episode. So we're going to go over basically the change in the shift in culture that exists around college sports as it has grown more from amateur sports to what it really is, a billion, a multi-billion dollar industry where amateur athletes are now able to finally take advantage of their name and things like that. And just what it has done for contracts in terms of coaches and whatever in general, because let's face it, college sports, football, basketball in particular have shifted dramatically with just how everything has been changing in college athletics as a whole, the culture around it, everything. Um, so yeah, we're going to kind of dive into the new dynamics of college athletics, break it down a little bit and just what it might mean for the future going forward, what we can expect to see with uh, college athletics. Sound, sound good, Cole? Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely been a, uh, a lot of changes with the new, the new NIL cause you know, and it's, it's not all for the bad, you know, some of it's good. Definitely. Uh, there's been a lot of money made in college athletics and that has not gone to any of the people actually responsible for college athletics being entertaining and being the thing that we all tune into and watch, mm-hmm. uh, with the athletes, you know, they definitely deserve to make their money. Um, and for years, it kind of been happening under the table a little bit, most likely at a lot of schools, if you listen to rumors. Yeah. Um, it, it, they were still so, getting their yeah. money. They were just risking their yeah. eligibility and everything. Yeah. Um, but but now it's kind of more, yeah, out there in the open and it's changed the dynamics of it a bit. Yeah. I like to throw, as if you, I'm, you saw, I did, you know, air quotes around amateur mm-hmm. there because that was the whole argument that NCAA had was, these are amateur athletes, so that's why they can't profit. That's why they can't make a name off of them or make money off of themselves. Um, and it was mm-hmm. all just BS because at the end of the day, the NCAA, a nonprofit organization, was bringing in tons of money. Um, so yep. finally, in 2021 is when we had the NILs kind of go into effect. You know, a lot of lo- a lot of states at the local level. We're passing laws allowing it to happen. Just kind of needed to wait for it to officially get through to the NCAA because the NCAA still had some control over that. Um, But now that that's changed, I mean, it has shifted everything because now basically if you're a top prospect coming into college sports, football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, whatever sport you want to you're pursuing, if you're a top prospect, you're basically negotiating contracts at this point. Um, Yeah. Something that, like Cole, you mentioned is how players were getting money, right? We all, we, everyone knows Reggie mm-hmm. Bush. He was the example. The NCAA needed to yep. make an example out of someone, but he is far from the first and certainly wasn't the last um, <laughs> yeah. to do Definitely it off not. the books, under the, uh, under the table, however you want to word it. Uh, so mm-hmm. booster club, like boosters were already doing that stuff, but now all it's, what it's led to is they actually like schools try and organize like NIL deals that are ready and waiting to sign new athletes, right? We saw all yep. kinds of controversy this season or past off season with um, Texas A&M and Alabama, more so Nick Saban accusing Texas A&M of the, doing this. Yeah, which Texas the A&M may or may not have done it. There's nothing against it. So like at the end uh-huh. of the day, Saban can be upset because he doesn't want to accept what that this is the new kind of culture surrounding college football. 
But the reality is players now can get paid based on their, they can profit off of themselves earlier than before, right? So it used to be you had to hope you can make it to the NFL or NBA to get that money. Whereas now, guess what? If I'm good enough and I go to the right school, they can get me hooked. They can hook me up with some kind of NIL deals and I can at least make a decent amount of money to set myself up for after college if I don't go pro. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, It's shifted everything, really. So... It, it, dude, I'm happy for athletes. I've been, you know, me, I've been advocating for them to get paid some way, uh, for a while yeah. now. I didn't expect the extremes that NILs have gone to because, you know, let's be let's be honest. Some of these athletes are getting contracts that are just insane. Like insane. Backup quarterback, backup quarterback at Ohio State signs a 1.5 million dollar three year contract for an NIL. Yeah, can, He's can, the backup who might not play. It's yeah, just... ki- ki- kids are kids are getting paid when like they haven't even set foot on campus, and all of a sudden they're they're a millionaire, uh, at seventeen, which also creates a whole interesting dynamic for, yeah, you're gonna have all these kids, and what's kind of interesting to me is so we're so early in it, you haven't really seen an example of like a kid getting big money and then not working out, and we know there's plenty of of guys that are five star recruits who, whether it be basketball or football or other sports, they come out as a five-star recruit, and then it doesn't it doesn't end up working out. Scouting process, miss, they, something happens. They don't end up, you know, panning out. And, uh, you know, you're going to get almost like in the NFL, like a Jamarcus Russell. You're going to get a guy that you give insane amounts of money to, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't work out. And then uh, that could potentially affect more athletes down the line with, eventually boosters might get kind of skeptical of like, Oh, well, we don't really want to pay, you know, this 17 year old kid, you know, if he isn't, if he, if he doesn't work out, we could end up losing tons of money. And like, you know, there was no, there was, it wasn't beneficial to us to pay, to pay that kid and stuff. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see too, like what happens when um, some universities and some boosters end up getting burned by some kids who, you know, it, it, you're talking about 17, 18 year old kids. Like it, it's hard to project, you know, them into the right. future, you know, whether it be personality, whether it be like their body physically, you know, if they get an injury or something that happens and, you know, it doesn't, doesn't work yeah, out. I mean, so like you could be getting into serious financial literacy problems with kids too. Like, I don't know if anyone, if you've seen the ESPN 30 for 30, where it's going, it's following how athletes, most athletes yeah, the, the going broke, yeah, because they don't know yep. how to handle that much money. Imagine being 18 years old, fresh out of high school, and you sign a contract <laughs> where you're getting paid $500,000 a year for three years. There's no college. way. And dude, you've made more money than a lot of people make it than a, what, yeah. 98% of the population makes in a year just for being good, yep. at, good enough at football to be yep. a backup somewhere at a D1 school. It's yep. just, and yeah, and we've seen there's a reason why both the NFL and the NBA have like put in major policy things with uh their 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 guys when they get drafted like you have to go all those rookie symposiums now and like both the NFL and the NBA like make a point of like having they literally force guys to sit down with former athletes who tell stories about here's how I made 20 million dollars and spent it all or blew it all you know right. they, they force kids because there's a big issue with yeah people not being financially literate 
And uh, yeah, definitely a question of how many of these kids are getting sound advice in college too. Cause, because part of the thing with college too, like in the pros, like you still have like the coach who's on top. And so you kind of have the respect, you have the hierarchy, you have the vets in the locker room who, you know, the rookie can't, you know, but you have a 17 year old kid who walks onto a campus, especially, you know, if it's not in Alabama or Georgia, you know, they, they go somewhere, you know, I don't know, Iowa, um illinois uh mm-hmm. wisconsin you know they, they walk into those they they could be 17 and they're a five-star recruit and they just signed a deal for over a million dollars and is their oyster yeah and the the coach because because of the way college works with the coach having to recruit them like the coach isn't like on that hierarchical like you know can be a stern disciplinarian necessarily like they kind of mm-hmm. have to you know kick kiss the kid's ass and like it could end up like being really bad for for uh the kid in like the the long term uh no no one could tell you anything because you know you're you're the man like and if if someone says something you don't like oh you're just gonna leave you're gonna enter in that transfer portal and then you're gone so like and you'll probably get money somewhere else in the transfer portal as well. It's it's basically yep. transfer portal is basically free agency. And you know, I've mm-hmm. advocated, for, like I said, I've advocated for a while for players being able to get money, get paid. To, like if the NCAA can profit off of them and the schools can make money off of them, the players should be able to make money off of themselves as well. Um, I've always yeah. felt that way. The thing is, I do mm-hmm. think the NCAA or schools need to come up with some kind of regulating system for it because it is going to get out of hand and you're going to start seeing just the collapse of programs everywhere because it's not going to be about, oh, you know, I want to go play for Oregon because I've always wanted to be a duck. It's going to be, I'm going to go play for this school because they can get me more money. Um, College is, it's a delicate balance, right? College, I think is one of those sports where, a coach has way more influence on at least used to a coach would have way more influence on where a player goes because they want to play. Oh, like everyone wants to play for Nick Saban because it's Nick Saban. Right. And yeah, but now that what was Nick Saban's biggest draw was I'm Nick Saban head coach at Alabama. You've seen it. It's not the same anymore because other schools can get you more money to pull you away from that. They can essentially buy you away from what, where you would typically want to go. And once you get, <laughs> once you get someone like Nick Saban more on board with this and more willing to like work with NIL deals, dude, you're going to see, you're going to see programs collapse. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. I mean, we're already seeing yeah. it kind of with conferences falling apart. Right. Um, yeah. I was just, I was going to say with the, with the PAC 12, it, it, it's yeah. almost like everybody's so driven from, for money it's why usc and ucla want to leave and join the big 10 which like a big 10 now make makes no sense because you're gonna literally have teams you have teams on the furthest east coast when you have like you know your maryland and your Rutgers and stuff who are east coast markets and then you have la which is as far west coast market as you can get and uh it doesn't make sense for the athletes from the standpoint of travel it all. makes all the there's, sense. In the there's world no, money, yeah, it's it's money. It's a completely money driven thing, and it's that that's that's one thing I I worry about. Like you know, it, admittedly, I'm a big Oregon fan, so you know, Pac-12 Oregon is you know what Pac-12. we've what we've been in. I I agree, but then also part of me too is like, you know, where, where does Oregon go? And then 
like big 10 as an oregon fan two two of the like but but here's the like every year the the two biggest games that i that they like anybody in oregon cares about is you got to beat the huskies because everybody hates washington uh it's the border war no, no you know oregon and washington don't like each other and then it's the uh the oregon oregon state game and it you know how how much that's like as an oregon fan i care about playing oregon state every year and like it's a big it's a big deal in the state like having that game mm-hmm. every year and now like those traditional rivalries are potentially ruined because uh programs want money yeah and like, you also the, have the pack i mean the pac 12 is falling apart if i remember correctly utah is yeah. trying to join the big 12 the plan is the big yeah. 12 is trying to pull two more schools from the pac 12 um yeah the, the rumors the rumors are are utah and then colorado potentially going back also, the Arizona schools won out, oh, and so the Arizona too. schools could go somewhere. The, the Pac-12, yeah. Well, they're is not good, so. <laughs> but yeah. Well, the Pac-12, it's about to lose. Here, here's the thing, right? So, I actually, for grad school, I did a paper. I had, I did one of my final research projects was about proposing Oregon moves from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. So I did tons of research on this. The Pac-12 is going to collapse because. Yeah. Yes, you have your biggest school now is Oregon. Oregon's a big program, but let's not act like it has the same draw that UCLA and USC have in terms of their market, right? The Pac-12 mm-hmm. is now losing the second largest TV market, like for in terms of TV revenue, right? They're losing LA. Yeah. That's joining yeah. the Big Ten. The Big Ten. This might shock people. The Big Ten already gross has brings in the most gross revenue from tv ratings and uh, media contracts in college sports so now you're the big 10 the big 10 is now adding to that they're bringing in la so they're going to generate way more money than anyone else the pac-12 is going to struggle to generate a lot of money i mean they'll still be fine for a while because it's college football it makes money that's not going to be much of an issue but what's going to happen is that revenue that comes in from TV and media deals that gets dispersed among the schools in the conference. So the less money that is available to spread out, the less money that you're going to get funded yeah. from the PAC 12, um, mm-hmm. which is why the PAC 12 is going to fall apart. Eventually you're, I mean, we're in yep. the early stages of it. Let's not kid ourselves. What are you going to do yeah. if two more schools leave the PAC 12? How many teams are left in it? Yeah, no, there's, there's no one. Uh, there's, there's no, marketability in the pac-12 like especially like nationally like the 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 only with with ucl or not so much ucla because they really haven't been a national brand usc has been a national brand yeah. uh, ucla just happens to also be in la yeah th- they're just also in la but like like that that's one of the the biggest brands in the pac-12 and that leaving is big that leaves Oregon. yeah and that leaves Oregon as the the next biggest brand because we're kind of Nike University. That's just yeah, that's just how it is. Oh, yeah. We're Oregon's we're Nike University, a, and then a uh, big brand. And then still. like and like beyond that, you had like like Washington was really big in the nineties. They haven't they've been pretty bad at the last decade or so, but they they they're still they're still a big like program, the, and they have two thousand the twenty tens. They had that run with uh, yeah when when they got Jake when, Browning, when, right. Yeah, when they when they had uh when they stole Peterson from uh Boise, 
they had those those good years and then they ran them out for the defensive coordinator who got fired for abusing uh athletes because you know it's washington <laughs> it's oh, what they do goodness. they do dumb I'm things spoken, spoken uh, like someone who hates washington <laughs> you know sorry oregon <laughs> fit through through uh but no but like yeah you so you have that seattle market and like besides that like all the all the pac-12 there, there's no other big markets and that that's part of the thing too is like with uh all the NIL deals with all these this money moves. It's all about market, which kind of destroys the the small college town teams yeah. because that's where most colleges are. They're in small college towns, but if they don't have a market, then they're no longer able to compete with all these other bigger market, big team right. uh, things. And, and to, to me, it's disappointing. Yeah, and something else that goes along with this, right? So with the collapse of the PAC 12, well, let's, what do, what do high school, what do recruits want to do? They want to play on a team that has a chance to win a title, right? As well as, you know, yeah. obviously they want to play somewhere they can make a lot of money too. We all know that. Yeah. Um, but the next thing is you want to win games. Um, the PAC 12 for the last several years has been considered the weakest of the power five conferences already. We know that um, yeah. just how they don't, how they always fall. Like, the AP, the AP press, they're always looking for an excuse to drop Pac-12 teams in the rankings. Um, yep. So they, they're just held to, they, they have less of like wiggle room, right? Because they're considered the weaker mm-hmm. schools, the weaker programs of the power five programs. Well, now that you have yeah. your conference only getting weaker, it's going to be that much harder to get that recognition nationally in terms of the rankings and get your shot. And so yeah, now kids who might want to go to Oregon are looking at as well, uh, the Pac-12, we're really not going to, I'm not going to be playing somewhere where they consider us like a top program anymore. Um, yeah. And he, that's going to just he probably, slowly keep going and going yeah. and going until they no longer can even have, like they're going to not, they're going to struggle to get good recruits and because they're all not going to want to play somewhere where they're not going to get that recognition at a national level. Yeah. Well, not, and not only are you going to not have recruits, but then also, uh, Maybe not so much at Oregon, just because Nike pumps so much. Uncle Phil uh, gives so much to the university as mm-hmm. far as like facilities, but like other schools and universities, like like Washington, definitely like if they they don't get as much Pac-12 money. Their their facilities are going to go down. Same with, you know, a lot of the other uh, Pac-12 schools, and then also too with like coaching. Like, why would you want to be a coach? Like it's already hard enough to draw mm-hmm. a coach to, uh, to Oregon. Like we've seen that over the last couple of years, um, having to go away from the, you know, the kind of Oregon, Oregon had a system for many years of hiring Oregon coaches to be the head coach and mm-hmm. kind of going through this. You'd be the offensive coordinator under a coach. And then eventually you'd get a takeover as the head coach. And uh, they've kind of gone away from that. And it's been hard to draw coaches in uh, and they have to pay a lot of money to, to get a coach to come to Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, it's only going to get harder. You're only going to have to overpay coaches more and more to get them to come because they see all these issues where you don't have the you don't have the TV market, you don't have the exposure. Like yeah. it's a big deal. They need to move um, to the Big Ten. I'm telling you, dude. I'll send. I'll send you a research paper. But, but but also like my thing too is like we can't just put every team in the big uh the Big Ten like. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I, 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 I wish that they would 
um instead of focusing on like so much on just the dollars and the 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 making money and stuff i i I almost wish all of the big colleges in the country would sit down and be like yeah okay bye-bye all of the conferences we're getting rid of all the conferences and and in conjunction with the nca like the nca steps in okay yeah we're getting rid of all conferences and we're gonna break up teams um you know like regionally or something that makes sense because because I'm sorry, but these these are still college students. Mm-hmm. You're you're supposed to take college classes, and you're gonna have uh, you know, weeks where you 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 have to fly out. Let's say let's just say you're you're in LA, you at U, USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to fly from USC out to go go play Maryland. Yeah, and then you gotta fly back, and you're supposed to do homework and solid, and all this stuff while you're having flight. Yeah, that and like flying isn't fun. We know it fatigues you. Like, is it? They don't do all not at USC, but but at UCLA they do. Like, that's a big research school. There's definitely kids, (laughs) uh, that are there for their degree. You know, well that that and okay, yeah, maybe not in football. Football is the big money sport. But you know the cross country kids, the track kids, the you know (laughs) the rowing team, like all those kids. Imagine. Like being being a track and cross country athlete, imagine you have to fly out for a dual meet in the middle of the week for uh you know some stupid dual meet that you don't even want to run because athletic directors are are idiots and and insist on on the running them it. whole separate the tantrum. But like, I like traveling, especially if I don't have to be in a road trip. Road if I had a road trip, then it's a whole different story. <laughs> but me in an airplane yeah sure i don't yeah. i guess i don't you see the planes they have they're they, they're they're not <laughs> flying they're not flying southwest or spirit or anything those guys are getting <laughs> put up in a private jet nice and luxurious tons of space you could take a nap and and the wi-fi actually works well I don't hey, know, hey that sounds like no, it no, sounds no, like that, it's that, better that that's that's for the football team. You know the cross country team's not getting that. Come on, you you oh, know the cross country I'm team's sure flying something. That's fine. Let's look it up. Not you... not at at I know at Oregon and Oregon State. Uh, a lot of those teams. Uh, they fly Alaska. They fly Alaska. They just charter an Alaska um, uh, plane, and that's why there's Alaska um planes that have the Oregon and Oregon State logos on that you sometimes fly commercially. Uh, cause they're ones that they charter out to Oregon and Oregon state. So yeah, I, I yeah, it, the, the big money teams, sure. But you, yeah, even That's Oregon fair. has one of the top track and cross country teams in the, in the country That's world fair. renowned. And yeah, they're, they're flying a charter Alaska plane. Okay. It's wow. not luxurious. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they get, the, I'm sure they're the only ones on the plane still. Well, yeah, but still, like well, you gotta like, be it's on that. Fine, that's fine. Let me get some of that airplane mac and cheese and call it a night. Give me my peanuts. No, I would be annoyed with that. But if it was a pri- if it was the private jet, that's a whole different ball game. I'd be like, sweet, yeah, let's go. I- Dual meet in Maryland, this, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just I'm just imagining, you know, having to juggle classes and and different be a and stuff, and like you're you're missing, especially to your science major, you're missing labs and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, you know, it has its it has its it, downfalls, but ultimately, it, like we've said, dude, it's yeah. it's all about the money, right? Um, yeah, where the money is what will pull teams, and it's just 
soon enough, we're going to reach a point truly where I think at least in terms of more so college football, which seems to be kind of the emphasis we're going on here. Um, Mm -hmm. But in terms of college football, I think it's very quickly going to just become a two conference dogfight for the national title every year. You're going to get big 10 versus sec. And that's going to happen every once in a while. You'll get an ACC team that floats in, but the ACC is going to find itself in a similar position that the PAC 12 is. Um, Now that Clemson has fallen from grace a little bit, What's your best ACC team? Probably still is Clemson, but oh, yeah, it's still it's still Clemson, but they're not uh, the same. They're not the same. Miami should be with the amount of money they have, but uh, yeah, but they just never been able to put that together. They they can't they, um, they can't piece that one together for some. And I don't I don't understand it. You'd think Miami. That's a weird. It's to. a big. It's a big market, and they have the money. I don't. They just whatever dude they, can't, they can't make can't it happen it out um they've, they they have the alums just, too like but yeah that's that's just what we're looking at i mean texas and oklahoma put in a bid to leave the big 12 earlier so they're trying to join the pack or the sec a year earlier than originally so it's supposed to be 2025 yeah. i believe and now they've been ex- allowed they're going to be joining in 2024 now you have to pay heavy fees to leave right um yeah but you're gonna make more money on the back end yeah you'll so make more the fees money. don't really like, matter know, up front i know i think the pac 12s negotiation is uh, i think 2025 is when they're supposed to renegotiate so teams in 2025 can leave without paying a fine so say oregon in 2024 is like bro this sucks pac 12 sucks we're making no money here we got to get into a different conference if another conference accepts their bid they would be able to leave in 25 and not have to pay an exit yeah. fee. Um, yeah. And I think it's every 10 years is when that happens. So, yeah. Oregon. Uh, the, pro- the problem too with Oregon that. is, too, you have, uh, but you also have the state politics where they, they don't want Oregon and Oregon State separated because Oregon and Oregon State are always together. Um, mm-hmm. not only athletics, but for, for a lot of things that they're just they, how, how the state works with both of them. So like, there's a lot of pushback in the state about Oregon, Oregon state, like potentially not being a package deal, which just complicates everything. I guess that's true. That's something I didn't, I did not consider that when I did my, when I was doing that assignment. So just bring them to the big, yeah. 10. big 10 will take on everyone. <laughs> they can do it. They can. Well, that's the are we going to have 20 teams in the Big Ten? It almost would be ridiculous. But like I, I do believe – now, I'm not saying that every conference will just cease to exist and you're going to just have a Big Ten and a, and a uh, SEC. Like, you're going to have all these con- – you're still going to have the conferences. But yeah. in terms of where, like, we're going to just see two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams or three between the two conferences and one of those other Big 12s or ACCs, but it's, yeah. I think it's just getting harder for those schools to even get a look. Yeah. Well, this, this, just, this the is goes back to my insane. Yeah. Well, this just goes back to my thing of like, I really wish the NCAA and the schools would sit down and just get rid of the conferences and then just redraw up everything in a way that makes sense monetarily for the universities but then also makes sense for the athletes and not just the football athletes, but you know, your every, every sport, your volleyball players, your gymnasts, your, you know, everybody, 
um, in just a way that made more sense and was more structured and didn't have teams, you know, flying all the way across the country uh, to compete. And that also still allowed the the rivalries because that, that's part of what makes college sports fun. Like that's yeah, kind of the, the reason why you are... like it. It's it's for the fan. It's less about the 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 money. Like I don't I don't care about about USC and you know Ohio State playing like there's no there's no like big right like I get their two big yeah. teams big programs but like USC there's nothing I'm not I'm not invested in that yeah yeah which I I get the 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 which the they're in the you know ACC rooting now, interest right? in the uh I Are thought they, they were still they're still they're, their, they're in the ACC sports. for everything except for football. Okay, football is, is a separate entity because, yeah, like they're cross country, they're basketball, they're swimming, everything like that is all in the ACC, but their football is a separate, gotcha, separate program. But, like, yeah, you, know, you, you miss out on, on like all, all the local, like, there's a lot of states, you know, where, like, I'm sure in Iowa, the Iowa, Iowa State, Oregon, Oregon State. Washington, Washington State, like those are big things the fans care about. Illinois every year, and it it would suck to have those food. College sports in Illinois are so bad. Illinois is just the doormat of uh, college sports. If I'm being honest, yeah, the big every once in a while. I mean, Illinois had a good year this year. Their basketball program's relevant again, but it's like, dude. Yeah, let's be honest. If we're gonna root for anybody in Illinois, I'd rather root for Northwestern because they're like the fun underdog. Yeah, Yeah, Northwestern. Everyone in Illinois roots for Northwestern because they're literally just a bunch of kids. Probably gonna go to like most of those kids are gonna go to like medical school or law school or something after when they're done getting their bachelors. And it's like, yeah, hey, we like to watch them win in in March Madness. We like to watch them give a go at the Big Ten championship for college football. But it just, yeah. College sports aren't what they are in Illinois. They're it's they're not like they are in the rest of the country for sure. Like the out, it kind of sucks because I wish I could like take in the college sports atmosphere more, but you just don't get it in Illinois. Um, Yeah, they just, I mean, the biggest programs north are Northwestern and U of I. One is in Champaign, Bufu nowhere for those curious. Uh, It's just country town. It's farm town. And then the other also, one, Northwestern, also, it's in Evanston. It's north side of Chicago, but it's in Chicago. And it's yeah. just, they're not very great in most of their yeah. athletics. So they don't get the draw. So, but they are building a crazy yeah. new, their new football stadium is going to be insane. Oh, I have I seen know. that. Although not, not, not to like, you know, totally crap on Illinois, but like also U of I is hands down one of the like ugliest and worst campuses I've ever been on for a university like it it's Dude, one I mean, of the worst like when you go there you're like this what do people choose to go to this university like it, it's, an, it's it's a, it's bad it's an it's academic bad. school illinois colleges are mostly academics first athletics second. yeah that's how it is for a lot of them whereas other schools yeah. aren't that way um so it kind of sucks like i said not being able to take in that kind of like college atmosphere, like you get at Ohio State U of M games and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know it kind of is what it is. Um, and yeah, college. But overall, with NILs, everything going on, dude, college sports is going to be seeing a serious shift. If you don't consider what's happening, yeah. a serious shift already. 
and we'll kind of yeah. see how it plays out and how the chips fall. But why don't we roll into it, Cole? I know it's your turn to give me some quick hits this week, so let's hear them. Yeah. Uh, so kind of with our uh, our theme of college athletics. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're a D1 level athlete in this hypothetical. Okay. D1 level athlete. If only. What's what school are you going to? What what what's, what's, what's your uh, are you gonna assign me the sport, or do I get to pick the sport? Let, assign me the sport. Let, you should have to assign me. The well, sport. Hey, let, let, let's just let's just say let's just say track because that was that was your thing. You're, and you're I'm a track like, athlete. I'm like a stud athlete. You're you're a stud. Like you're stud. You're D one level. Like, possibly gonna win win like national title in my event. If it's track, I'm going. Yeah, here, like, if it's track, I'm going you're, Oregon. You're 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 making the NCAAs. You're you're going you're going yeah. to Oregon for yeah, track. If, yeah, if it's track, I'm going okay. to Oregon. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. If it was football, what, what about let's just say, if it, yeah. if it was football, then uh-huh. it gets if am I quarterback? Like, am I a quarterback? Uh, let's say you are a wide receiver. So, so you're not getting that big nil deal but you're getting that you're you're getting if, some nice if, money if i was a wide receiver i think i would go with texas i'd go texas if i was gonna be a quarterback uh, that's too. fun okay but okay. uh continue okay so this is another this is a, is a track uh track one okay what is more impressive to you, breaking fifty seconds in the four hundred, or too flat in the eight hundred? Too flat. I'm pretty quick on that one. I think too flat is more impressive. Um, just, the eight hundred is hard. The eight hundred. Yeah, it's. I will like, go to my it's, grave. It's that extra it's the hardest event. Yeah, I agree. I think the eight hundred is the toughest event to run in track, just because you can't, in theory. It's a sprint, like it's considered a sprinting event, really. Um, oh, Siri just yeah. activated when I said in theory. Uh, so it's considered <laughs> it, it. It's cons- not like yeah. Well, it's labeled a sprint. It's, uh, it's viewed more. I as think. A sprinter's I think event technically than... it's like ninety-two percent um, anaerobic and like eight percent aerobic. So you're yeah. mostly anaerobic doing it. And so, like it, it Brutal. tests your. It tests the absolute limit of your anaerobic ability right there so yeah i think that's more impressive okay uh and the final one you can go pro in any sport let's just say the money is relatively the same okay relatively the same money so like you're not going and being you know nfl quarterback getting 200 million you know you're, you're going pro and you're being you know a, a wide out and you're you're you know you're starting but you're not you're not getting the the big big money or you 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 know you could be mm-hmm. a top level uh track athlete like m- money relatively the same uh what sport money is relatively the same yeah i think in that case i am going to take what i can do the longest and i'm going to go with golf Oh, I I kind of figured I was like you you would you would be the one to choose the the golf that's because if the money is relatively the same I have to make sh- I have to go with what I can do the longest and make a living off of the longest so I'm gonna go with golf 
Now, sense. if I was going to be like a star at one sport, I think I'd probably choose either football or baseball. But if it's all going to be the same, I'm going golf. You know, see, I th- I think I'd go soccer. I think I'd go live in Europe and play soccer. Yeah, I don't want to live in Europe. Ew. <laughs> Those smelly Europeans. <laughs> Those are some oh, good boy. quick hits, dude. I'm gonna yeah. I'll come up with some good ones for you for our next episode. Um any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh no, I just hope uh I hope Oregon, you know, figures something out that uh we don't Join end up in uh no man's land and screwed. You join know, I, Dude, I wish it's not everybody right. can join the Big Ten, though. I agree. Oregon I agree. Can. The Pac-12 is over. The Big Ten can take two yeah. more schools, Oregon and Oregon State. Boom. Problem solved. Everywhere else, good luck. Everywhere go. other school, figure it out on your own. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a great place to wrap it up, though. Stay tuned, dude. I'm going to come up. I'm going to mm-hmm. come up with some good quick hits for you next week. Um, guys, as always, we thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, please give us a follow on social media at uh, we are beards bros on twitter at beards bros um mm-hmm. facebook bros beard sports everything is our name everything else is our name spotify soundcloud and mm-hmm. then we're going to be working on getting ourselves on youtube and tiktok as well um just kind of getting that stuff sorted out so thanks for tuning in guys we will talk to you next week take it easy all right